We've asked our listeners and our viewers to send in their questions about their sexual faux pas. In this episode, you're going to hear their questions and my answers. I'm Dr. Christy Wise, and this is Life Sauce. Dr. Wise, I've been going over the questions that have been sent in, and I have to admit I've I've heard some things that embarrassed me, uh-huh. some things I've never heard before. Uh, but I have a feeling you're you're the person who can uh, answer these questions successfully. <laughs> Let's start with question number one. Uh, this is her sexual faux pas. She climbed in her brother's bed when she was drunk and really enjoyed the sex. Yes. <laughs> what do you say about that? Well, yes, that is, I, I can see why that's a sexual faux pas. <laughs> uh, because, you know, in our culture, we don't sleep with our siblings. So we don't have sex with our siblings or our relatives. Um, what I can say about that is I understand the physiology. I understand the feel-good part of it. Um, and that, you know, yes, there's shame and there's embarrassment and she doesn't need to be, you know, putting herself on blast. I get that. But there has to be a sense of personal forgiveness that says, you know what? So it, I, it felt nice and I enjoyed that experience. And at the same time, you know, um, there, there has to be a boundary. But what I learned about myself is that I enjoy this, that, or this, right? <laughs> well, obviously he didn't object. Right. Uh so there's there's that. Yeah. <laughs> um losing my heart on because we were high. Yes. Not much you can do about that. Nope. There's not much you can do about that except it's know that it's very common. It's still embarrassing for a man to feel like, you know, of course out of his mouth count usually is that never happened to me before. That's never happened to me before. And maybe it hasn't happened. But if you know that there's a chance that you'll lose your erection and you want to have sex, the idea is to not get so high, <laughs> you know, uh, or, um, you know, maybe allow more time between your highness and your wanting to fuck time, <laughs> you know, so that there's a little bit more of a window so that there's a refractory period. Um, a woman writes in that... Um her partner lost his condom in her. Um, and she adds, he probably thinks I'm gross or my vagina's vagina is not tight enough. And I think his dick was too small. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a, like, you know, there's a defensiveness that says it wasn't my vagina was a gaping hole. Your dick was way too small and the thing fell off. Like I get it. There's, you know, there's embarrassment. That's embarrassment. And I get that. Um, and yes, there's those weird things that happen during sex, especially losing the condom inside of you, you know, can be that awkward moment. Um, but to gracefully go into the bathroom and pull it out and even add some humor to it, you know, helps Oftentimes it's just put on incorrectly because not many people know how to appropriately put on a condom or there's too much lubrication or whatever it is. But to add some humor to it would help. I I guess it's worse to make a big deal out of it. You really want to just do this very casually and normally like it's something that happens all the time. Right. Because it probably does and shouldn't be embarrassed by it, although there is that moment. But you get through it, right? You just... Totally. You get through it, right? And you can see how it would go two different directions. One says, 
that's so funny that happened to us. Let's put a new one on. Maybe we get to have sex again. Or the other one is, your dick is too small. And, you know, he storms out and she, he's like her vagina. You, they go two different directions. <laughs> and they should never do that. No. Um, one woman wrote in and said, I'm not sure if I peed or had an orgasm. <laughs> when I got up, it was all wet like I peed. I felt a bunch of pressure and it all just came out. Yes. So this one is, this one I've gotten many, many, many times. And I'm going to explain that there's a difference between a vaginal orgasm and there's a, and a clitoral orgasm. And many women, most women, when they learn to masturbate, it's a clitoral orgasm because it's what they can reach. I always say one feels like lightning, the other feels like thunder. They're both fabulous, by the way. But when a woman's going to have a vaginal orgasm, oftentimes she feels a lot of pressure. And it's why some women stop themselves because they think they're going to pee. But I want you to know that 99.99% of the time you don't. It comes out, pee comes out of a whole different hole, by the way. And that pressure, that fluid is your orgasm. So if you're concerned about it, one, go to the bathroom before you have sex, but two, lay down a towel then and let it go because you'll probably have the orgasm of your life. And if there's fluid coming out, mazel tov. <laughs> Is that what they mean by squirting? Yes. Is that what she's doing? Absolutely. <clears throat> and it's the same thing that's in gum without the semen. Um, another woman writes in, and most of these came from women, by the way, yes, which was I, I found sort of interesting. They seem to have more questions as well. Um, she was gagging during oral. His cum tastes terrible. Uh, I don't know if, his, if it's his diet because, or because he smokes, but it's just disgusting, and it's offensive to swallow. And I, I believe it or not, I've, I've had women tell me that they're have had similar experiences, and one even said it was like ammonia. Yes. And she looked it up, and she found out that that was something common. Yes. That 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 the ejaculate in some guys mm-hmm. has that ammonia. Yeah, it taste. can be pungent. It does. And 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 guys, so you know, I mean, I'm sure that most guys have taste, tasted their own cum, but that's a whole different topic. Um, but yes, and diet has everything to do with it. This is. One of the, besides the fact that smoking is terrible, I do want you to know it's one of the number one reasons why I get on my male clients because you can absolutely taste the difference in cum of a man that smokes and cum of a man that doesn't smoke. It is more acidic, more pungent, stronger, and his diet does make a huge difference. So I, you know, say eat some pineapple, drink some pineapple juice just a little bit each day that will help with the pungent taste. But for women that are really opposed to it, they don't have to swallow. They can, you know what I mean? They can stop right before and, you know, make sure that he's going to come someplace else or wear a condom, you know, which I know is sometimes uncomfortable and takes longer to come. So, um, but I would, I would be honest about it because he wants, you know, he wants you to finish and she wants to feel like she can finish you. But you know, if there's a pungent taste, then we need to address it. A woman wants to know what queefing is. What's queefing? Queefing is like a vaginal fart. It's oh. and when it, it is, it's and it's very embarrassing because it sounds just like it. And um, so a woman often will say, "I didn't, I didn't fart. I swear to God," because it's it it's embarrassing. It does sound like you're farting, but it's just air gathering inside your vagina, and then it comes out like the sound of a fart. <laughs> a, a guy wrote in, and I'm not sure this is a, a faux pas, but 
when he's having uh, sex with his girlfriend, he closes his eyes and thinks about his girlfriend's mother. Oh. Because she's hot, experienced, and a total MILF. <laughs> is, there so, is there something wrong with this guy? No. No. I mean, I get it. You know what I mean? As long as he's not calling out the mother's name, which could be problematic, <laughs> you know. But the idea of being attracted to somebody else, and many, many people close their eyes and fantasize for moments of other people. So just be be protective of the girl that you're having sex with and make sure you don't call out her mother's name. Um. This woman wrote in, and, and this was her big faux pas, and I can certainly understand why. I'm not sure there's any anything you can add to it, but she got a ticket from a cop while giving oral to her boss in the front seat of his car. I'm speechless. I have no idea what to say to this woman except pick your... Your spots a little better right. because this obviously isn't working out for you. Right. <laughs> what would you say to her? Well, it's like it's like a you know a double whammy. You know what I mean? Um, you know, first of all, uh, there's so many things all in one all in one statement. But yes, do you want to be giving your boss oral sex? That's one thing. But on the other one, is he going to pay for the ticket for you? I mean, should you have to give him a blowjob and pay the ticket at the same time? Yeah, you I'm know? not sure who was behind the wheel of the car. I can't right. tell by oh, this, yeah. by this yeah. letter. But yeah. it sounds like he was probably driving. He was probably getting the ticket for speeding. And why wouldn't he want to speed when he's having right, right. <laughs> oral sex in the car? It's a little weird. This is pretty weird. This is from a uh, another guy. Um Having my four-year-old lab mix join in. I figured uh, I would try, but when I got behind the dog, I thought it was funny. I I don't know what that means, but why would you even think of that? Right. It's very, you know, like, well, of course, my first thought was a little bestiality, but I don't think that's what he meant. I think he thought it was funny to watch his puppy mount her or join or, you know, and then probably saw the horror on her face, you know? So yeah, you should probably take your pets out of the room, especially if they're making eye contact with you, <laughs> you know, cause it can just be a very awkward moment for everybody. Uh, a woman wrote in and said, I forgot I had a tampon in me when I asked him to go down on me. Oh, yeah. Not good. No. Embarrassing hygiene thing. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Well, my question about that is, did he have a reaction, or did she just recognize it later? You know, and it, well, you know, she doesn't he, say, but yeah. uh, I, I'm sure he must have had some sort of reaction. You can't miss it. I mean, it's no. there, yeah, and it's not pleasant. No, again, I'd add humor to it and try to, you know, normalize it by adding humor to it. What, what would, what would be the humor? Like I just part? got so excited, I forgot. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're so sexy that I just didn't even dawn on me. Uh, another woman writes in. She's 62 years old. Um, and wants him to hurry up and come very fast, and I turn into a porn star to get him to move along faster. I don't need an hour, and it starts to hurt anyway. 20 minutes is enough. (laughs) Is this a woman that just doesn't like sex? No, I mean, I'm sure she does, but I I do want, I mean, there's, you know, there's the spectrum, right? Guys who just come too fast and she was like, really? And the one that wants to be the Superman and just keep, how many orgasms can I give you and go and go and go? Um, And and it does hurt after a while. So I think that, you know, (laughs) she can let him know that she's satisfied 
And and I understand the idea. She turns into a porn star because she figures if she gets him aroused enough, that she acts sexy enough, he'll come faster and it will be over. But um, I, I don't know about the acting part. <laughs> uh, a guy writes in that um, he mis- apparently he asked his, his girlfriend for anal sex mm-hmm. and misread that she said yes to anal and went for it. Uh, her, he thinks he heard what he wanted to hear, but that isn't what she said. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a, he misread what she said. That's and she's going. That's not it. That's yeah. not it. Wrong, Wrong hole, hole. right? Yeah. So you, what do you do at that point? Buy if you're her the a guy? piece of jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost the cure all for it is. any kind of situation like that. Um, female, forty nine. This isn't complete, so I'm not sure what she's trying to say here. Not shaving my bush and then ending up in the jacuzzi oh. with his with her boyfriend and his best friend. Yes. Basically, she's embarrassed because she wanted to look sexy and she wasn't groomed. She wasn't ready. She wasn't camera ready for, for the situation. And so she probably felt sexy, but then, you know, didn't want to get out of the water because she was embarrassed that she hadn't made herself look, you know. Well, she fabulous. wasn't so embarrassed that... She was able to get in naked right. into the hot tub with two guys. Um, this is not necessarily a faux pas, but um, female 28 um, says talking about fantasies is hard. It's embarrassing for her. Um, and she says, what if I want to try is is weird. So this goes back to something we've talked about in a number of episodes about being afraid of, 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 of judgment. Yeah. So how do you get over that? Yeah. Yeah. The, to be able to talk about it in a non-judgmental way, you know, about more about what, what you want and it's okay to start it with, boy, I don't know if this one is going to sound odd to you. So I'm just going to say it quick. You know what I mean? And get it out. I'd love to try this. I don't know why. How do you feel about that? You know, but it is important that they talk about because there is a great chance that your partner, who you have things in common with in other areas of your life, probably go, "Oh my God, me too! You would do that, me too!" Do you know and get excited mm-hmm. about it? A female, forty years old, uh, was embarrassed. She got caught masturbating when she thought her husband left for work. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, everybody masturbates. Totally, uh, everybody masturbates. So. Should she be embarrassed? No way. No way. And good for her. You know, I think the only thing she's probably embarrassed about is maybe she turned down morning sex and he felt, you know, you know, ejected. And he can say, why didn't you let me do that for you? Which is often what, you know, and she's, oh, it's just easier. It's just faster if I take care of it and I can get to my day. But good on her, by the way, for masturbating in in the morning anyway. Just wanted to take the edge off. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Here's... This is a woman who's um, 73. She's having sex, which is great at 73. Good for you. But she's having sex um, while watching Seinfeld over his shoulder. <laughs> it's my favorite show, and he seems to always want sex at the wrong time. Oh. Well, what I would say is I'm super excited that she's having sex, by the way. But I do want her to know that she can pause and, and what, finish the episode we like, we now have pause. You know, you won't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously she wasn't so into the sex that. Uh, well, maybe they've been together for 50 years, but it's okay. You know what I mean? 
yeah, the, yeah, obviously she wasn't so into it, but you know, if she's feeling distracted, she might want to, uh, pause. <laughs> Here's a woman I really feel sorry for. Um, she's 58. She had an amazing one night stand. And when she woke up in the morning, he asked her for money. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> What's the answer? You just picked the wrong guy yeah, that night to have amazing yeah, sex with. Yeah, and if, honestly, if he didn't indicate that he was <laughs> to be paid for it, you know, bad on him. Yeah. Um, woman, 42 years old. She's a little embarrassed because she made fun of his cum face. <laughs> he looks really funny, and I've really never seen anyone make that face before. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're having sex, you've got something else to look forward to besides the orgasm, I guess. You get to look at the cum face. What? <laughs> so if she came to you with that, she thinks that's a faux pas. Right. What do you say to well, her? Because she made him feel bad, you know, or he was now self-conscious of his cum face. And by the way, most of us don't like our cum face, if you really knew what your face looked like. But her face probably looks just as silly. So let him have his face. <laughs> um, female, 44. She's a lesbian. She falls asleep during sex. Oh. Maybe I'm bored. I don't know. Just exhausted. Kids, work, etc. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to fall asleep during sex. I mean, if you're doing it right, right. Um, you shouldn't be falling asleep. Right. That's true. That's true. But I also know that you know, two women having sex is a lot of work. Um, it's it's is it? oh yeah, it's a lot of work, right? Because our our warm up takes longer, and you know all of that. But um, you know, I would definitely maybe look at the time of day that you're having sex. It's I get it. Work, and you know, we get. We, very tired and some people fall asleep very easily. So maybe, maybe, you know, having sex in the kitchen or someplace else, not where you're laying down in bed. This is one of the, it's pretty common, uh, female 24. Um, she looks at her phone, uh, while on top of him. Oh, wow. So first I want to know why the phone is so close. Yeah. Shouldn't be in the bedroom yeah, at all. Get it out of the bedroom. And then, and then I, uh, you know, and is she bored? Is she? What is she looking at? And and why isn't he speaking up? So, yeah, she says I was bored and could hear my phone going off. Oh, but even so, even so, if she's bored, what's yeah, I mean, the point? you know, a whole different conversation needs to be had. Wow, uh, male twenty five is gay. Asked his partner if he's hooking up with other people. Um. Felt kind of guilty about a recent grinder hookups and figured he must be doing it as well. Well, that's lack of communication, right? They, that one person thought they were a monogamous and the other did not. Um, he says they're not. They weren't fully committed. Oh, so if they're not, is you know. Yeah, if they're not, all but bets are off, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, woman forty-four is grossed out with his grooming. Now. I've, I've got to believe that's a fairly common um, response from a, a lot of women. Guys are guys. You know, we don't always groom as well as we should. We're not always as hygienic as, as we should be. Um, and you want to do this without pissing him off, without embarrassing him, 
What's the best way to handle that? Yes. I, I'm so glad you said that because most of the time she'll say, mm, not until you've had a shower. You know, okay. You know, then it's like this weird vibe. I would say do something sexier. Get in the shower with him. Pull him in the shower. Get in the jacuzzi. Do something that could be seen as foreplay instead of just berating him. And guys do know that your balls smell terrible, so you need to groom. Everybody's balls smell terrible. Well, for the most part, I mean, I'd like to think that I have a Yeah, I mean, unless they're clean, then, yeah. Yeah. Um, Talking about performance, how do you ask if she was faking it Mm. or if it was any good? I mean, every every guy wants to know that he was a stud that night. and You want to ask that question. (laughs) You're you're either going to get the truth or you're going to get a lie, but you're probably, I mean, if it was good, they'll say so. If it's not, they'll probably say, yeah, it was okay. Rarely do women, I'm speaking for you and your kind, uh, ever say, no, it was awful. No, rarely. Let's let's never do it Because we don't want to hurt feelings and stuff like that. But I do want you to know if he's not sure, then we need to work on his self-esteem and performance. What about calling out the wrong name? That happens quite a bit. Have you experienced that? Yes. Have you? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's so awful. So I, I I highly suggest you get in the habit of saying things like baby or, <laughs> you know, but but because it's not always, and I've done personally, I've done that in my lifetime. It's just a horrible experience, especially when you make eye contact and you both look at each other like, did you just call out that name? And I swear it wasn't because I was thinking of someone else. I don't know why the name came out. It was habit or what it was. But you want to get in the habit of of not maybe using names if you have lots of partners, <laughs> you know. This is one that sounds like it came out of a, a, a sitcom. Or a, she butt dialed her girlfriend while she was hooking up with her roommate. Let's see if I understand this. With her roommate, her her oh. girlfriend's roommate, oh. and got caught. And she feels like a dick. Oh. She probably should feel like a dick, I guess. Yes, yes, yes. If you butt dialed and, oh boy, and she, she, I'm sure the girlfriend listened to the entire experience, so it's so hurtful. But the roommate, really, dude? Like, come on. Um, Female 31 um, says, I I, I guess I don't want to seem prude, um, so I have a hard time saying no to anything he wants in the bedroom. I also think he sees me as more adventurous and sexier. So apparently she has, does she have a, a an image, body image problem, self-image problem? Well, she could, but what I hear more is the self-esteem thing, right? Because she's saying, she's not saying no to anything and wants him to think that she's this adventurous, wild thing. Um, so she's obviously very concerned about how she's viewed. And so I would absolutely have her look at her sense of self-worth. A male 22 wrote in and said um she he thought she he was having consensual consensual sex and found out it really wasn't and feels guilty because she didn't speak up oh and says i'd kick his ass if it were my sister oh so uh obviously she wasn't protesting loudly enough she just 
went with the flow, and that's not good at all. No. I mean, you know, if there's a mixed message, if there's a question mark, you know, I always wonder this about my own sons, by the way. Like, you know, you don't ask for ID. Like, you know, we're at a party and we're about to go upstairs and fuck, and I, can I see your ID, please? But it's a very interesting, awkward experience. But yeah, speak up, ladies or men, if you don't want to. Woman writes in, she's, no, I'm sorry, it's it's a male, 18, and he he doesn't know the right names for sexual anatomy. And if you don't know the right names, it's embarrassing, like you didn't know what you're doing. Women just have too many parts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's right about that yeah, last part of it, yeah. He is right about that, and 18 years old, it can seem overwhelming, especially if you've not, you know, gotten to play with and see and learn all those parts. But you're exactly right. There are a lot of parts. So it's okay for you to do a little bit of homework. You have laid out a, a couple of things as, as sort of a summary to uh, all of these questions. As you've had a chance to read them and think about them. And it comes down to a, a few major things that we can talk about a little bit. Fear of judgment, lack of education trauma or past experiences <clears throat> fear of judgment now we've talked about that a lot and i don't think we need to go back into it again but um that is a fear you don't you don't want to feel like an idiot like no. you've you've turned yourself into a creep in front of her totally and so there's that lack of education um you know particularly in this day and age no matter what age you happen to be, there are so many places you can go for correct sexual education. It's all online. And I'm not talking about the porn sites because that's not reality. Um, But there are those legitimate places that do instruct properly. And why aren't people doing that? They seem to be online for everything else, but for some reason, not this. Yes, you're right. And yeah, I was going to say that too. Like, Pay attention to your source, uh, you know, and, you know, know that it's an education that'll be worth its weight in gold, <laughs> you know, it's, it'll carry you for the next, for your whole life that, you know, so do it right and, and do it real. And I, I do get, by the way, that things have changed, you know, and, and there's so much more information we have now and we embrace so much more now, but the education is hugely important. So you know, humble yourself and go learn this stuff. One fault I find with, with some of the things I've, I've seen online is that it, you know, it's very general. And it, I, I guess it has to be because you're talking to a whole universe of people. But the one thing they never really talk about enough is that everybody you're going to come in contact with sexually is going to be different. Yes. Their frames of reference are going to be different. Their experiences their education, their anatomies, their wants, needs, and and desires. How how does a person uncover those, I'll call them secrets, in that person that they want to have a relationship with? Yeah, so I always say, boy, pay, get out of your head and stop worrying about what your body looks like. Stop worrying about yourself so much and pay attention to who you're with because we – are transparent. I know we think that we hide stuff and we're very good at it, but we're not. And if you're really paying attention to your partner, most more often than not, they will guide you. You can see, feel what they're liking and not liking, you know? Um, and I wanted to say one more thing about the education. If I, if I had a magic wand and, and I got to 
influence, and I hope to influence education, I would include all of the things that really do happen and how they impact us. For instance, right now, I mean, you know, in the last, what, 20 years, 10 years, piercing, you know, your genitalia, your nipples, your clit, your all, you know, all those things have become very popular. But do know what it's going to cause. Like, you know, piercing your clit, it is this magic ball of kajillions of nerves. And when you pierce it, you're killing the nerves. So, and you know, and then afterwards there's regret, like, oh, I didn't know it was gonna, you know what I mean? So know what the impact is going to be. Same with the type of people you're having sex with. If you don't know how it's going to impact you emotionally, sleeping with 47 guys or girls or whatever, then that should be part of the education. Really, truly, the the real stuff that happens in life. And the last uh, trauma and past experiences, we are composites of everything we've experienced in our entire lives up to that current moment we're in right now. We we can't control that. That is what it is, and it affects everything we do going forward. Um, and, and some people, you know, feel uncomfortable. They, they don't feel like they've gone through life and have experienced enough to be confident in, in what they're doing, or they've had some sort of trauma in their lives that have inhibited them. But there are things they can do and places they can go and people they can see to get over those hurdles, correct? Oh, absolutely. And it is, the prognosis is ordinarily wonderful when you do the work. Yes. And you're right. It becomes part of our fabric. And the the goal is to learn how to thrive and live in peace with it rather than try to shut it out as if it didn't exist. We didn't talk about this before we started taping this episode, but do you remember uh, in 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 your experience in the thirty years you've been doing this the the most traumatic thing someone has experienced and and had to get over, and how you help that person get over it? Yes, absolutely. So I had one woman, and this just sat with me forever, young girl because I have a daughter, anybody who is is a daughter or has a daughter, you know. Or not even a daughter, but so she was gang raped in college. And um, it was over a long period of time. And she was drugged, but she wasn't so drugged that she wasn't aware of what was happening. She was lucid, like she, but didn't feel like she could fight back. And so it, it was a very traumatic experience. And she felt herself dissociate, which, you know, pull away from herself. Thank God, because it is a coping mechanism. Thank God we have that. It's that mechanism is so important so that we don't feel the pain and the trauma in that moment. The problem is, is that we learn to stay dissociated. We hide there. And we then later in life have a hard time really truly connecting or trusting connection. So we stay away and then feel lonely or ruin relationships or, you know, all of that, avoid them. Um, and so, yes, doing the work with her so that she can regain trust. And part of that was regaining trust of herself, that she could protect herself, that she knew how to get herself out of situations that she, you know, had people around her, a tribe that also watched out for her. She, we learned how to put things in place so that she could create some safety for herself. And then the people that she led into her world that she learned how to be present and, and learn to trust. Now, this is the scary part. Things happen in life. So the one man that she learned to trust ended up cheating on her later. So it like reaffirmed that. Um, 
but we utilize some of those coping mechanisms that she had learned earlier. But it's also like, you know, stuff in life always does happen. It does. It's not like an if, but a when. And so learning how to pivot and manage around it and live with it so that it empowers you instead of, you know, like I I always use this example, two women, we can use examples of both gang raped, both have similar experiences. One ends up gaining 300 pounds and hiding in her body so that nobody can literally reach her. The other one decides to go up on stage and be an advocate for women who have been abused or write a book or do art or, you know what I mean? Like use her voice for something empowering. That's using her wounds to help her. And one is not using her wounds to help her. So I say, look at where you've been hurt and let's figure out how to empower you so that you could do something with it. Dr. Wise, this has been terribly revelatory. (laughs) We've heard some things I never thought I would hear. Um, But it's real life, isn't it? I mean, this this is what's going on out there in the world. It is. And I want to thank you guys for sending in all these questions. I know they keep coming, but please keep sending them in. Send them to our website, you know, um, lifesauce.com, life-sauce.com, by the way. Or you can contact me um, or go to our website. My contact is in there as well. Um, But I love the questions and we will continue to answer them. We will do more shows like this. Yep. Thank you, Dr. Wise. You're welcome. For more information or to ask us any questions, feel free to go to our website, lifesauce.com. That's life-sauce.com. And be sure to follow us on social media. I'm Dr. Christy Wise. Thanks for joining us. 